You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K24. And um, we're recording this episode a little bit early because BJ's going to be at the Staples Center tonight live watching the Lakers and the Suns. So we're not going to get a chance to tape after the game. So we're taping it beforehand. But don't worry, the NBA is full of drama. We've got a lot of things to talk about. And, you know, if you're missing us too much, hop on to NBA 2K24. The download link is in the description of the show. BJ. We talked a little bit about your bullies yesterday. The I Chicago thought. Bulls. We mentioned it, but I, we need to dive deeper because it's now come out that the Chicago Bulls on day one of the NBA season really? have had a players only meeting. Oh, now, for context, for any of our newer fans, can you explain what a players only, obviously it's self-explanatory, but what situations usually lead to a players only meeting? Well, you know, my, you, you know, I have a, I have a, a theory about players only meetings. When you have players only meetings, that means it's over. It's, Did you have any players only meetings on your run with yes, the Bulls? Yes, and it's and and they always end bad, always, <laughs> because it's 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 all about relationships and it's all about building a relationship and figuring it out with the team and understanding what's needed for us to come together and play as a unit. So, when you have good teams. You know, everyone holds everyone accountable. Okay, everyone in the room. That's that's a that's a championship caliber team. Everyone in the room holds everyone accountable. Okay. The best player doesn't make the right play. The 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 12th guy on the team on the roster says, Hey, such and such, Mo was open. My bad. Okay. When you have a good team, the coaches and the executives hold you accountable. That's a good team. When you have a bad team, you're just individuals and now you're having a meeting and you got to give your opinion. <laughs> okay. Now, hopefully for the bulls, it's early enough in the season where they can make what we call a self-correction. So clearly something is going on internally with this team. It kind of fell over into the regular season after game one. It wasn't even just after. During the game, I think in the third yeah, quarter, it, 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 Vucevic and Billy Donovan were going at each other on, on yeah, the bench. It, it, it's, it, it's something that is continuing to fall up. Now, Bo, last year, I thought it was interesting because they had a similar situation last year. And then suddenly, Pat Bev comes in and gives them the leadership as a veteran and started holding everyone accountable. So... You can see something is going on there. I would venture to say, Mo, without knowing anything, and I haven't spoken to anyone there in Chicago yet. <laughs> I will. <laughs> give it, give it 10 minutes. Your phone will ring. Yeah, I, I will. I would venture to say it starts on the defensive end. Okay. And defensively right now, you know, up until Pat Bev a year ago, you started to see, you know, slippage with this Bulls team. So, I, I will find out for sure what's going on there, but it, it's it's unfortunate because it's it's the first game. It's the first game of the season, and when you have okay, you had a you had a bad night on the opening night, but clearly this is something that has been going on that hasn't been addressed internally, and now it's starting to spill over on the court. Coaches, I didn't see the incident. Coaches, like like you just reported, coaches, players, players only, and hopefully they'll have time and and they'll turn it around. Well, Zach Levine said, you know, if you start game one of the season like this, conversations need to be had. I think the the Thunder went on a run that um, 
you know, Chicago simply didn't respond to. And if you're looking that disinterested to start a season, it's only going to get worse from that point forwards. But let's flip the script to a team not far from Chicago, the Milwaukee Bucks, who yes. we didn't get a chance to speak about this earlier in the week because we were so busy with the preseason predictions. Giannis Antetokounmpo signed his extension. And um, Bravo. BJ, this means trouble for the league because do you remember the last time he did this? So Bravo. he Bravo. signed his extension in 2020 because he didn't want to have it looming over the squad for the entire year. He didn't want to have mm-hmm. ESPN every day talking about Giannis is going to leave every time they lose a game, Giannis looking frustrated so right. that they could focus solely on making a championship run. And that is exactly what they did. He signed it in December, 2020. And by the summer of 2021, they were champions this time around over the summer. He made his feelings clear. If the talent's not around me in Milwaukee to win a championship, I may have to look elsewhere. The right. front office responded, went and got Dame Lillard to be his teammate. Mm-hmm. And then he said, okay, cool. I like what we've got. He signed a three-year deal and uh, with a player option in 2027, 2028, meaning that he can once again get another extension or even hit free agency after the salary cap spikes up with the rumored TV deal that may be occurring in just a few years' time. What do you make of this decision and this deal? Well, you know, Mo, one of the things I look for, especially with the top player, okay, the the alpha male, as you know, we call it in sports, is leadership. And leadership must be provided with stability and letting everyone know the direction of the franchise. Not just what's best for me as the best player, but what's best for the franchise. And I'm willing to accept the responsibility of the franchise. So what I've always suspected about Giannis is that this young man has leadership and this is leadership here. Okay. I like what's going on. Here's my guys. Here's my group. Now let's buy in. Now, what I love about this situation is for the coaches. Now they know that they're going to be there. Giannis knows he's going to be there and the players know that they're going to be there with one expectation to win. Giannis has made that clear what his expectations are. Okay. And with that, Mo, I think now we have an opportunity to see how good they're going to be in the next two to three years with this group, with Damian Lillard. So I love what Giannis has done. I love the fact that he has figured out, you know, what being a leader is all about. And he's grown into that and accepted the responsibility. And now he's going to hold everyone accountable for that because he's told you now, you know, I'm going to be here. Let's let's get after it and let's get out here and make a run at this championship. And Giannis is, you know, still in his prime. He's 28 years old. Dame Lillard, a little bit older. He's 33. So over the next few years, when they're making these runs at championships, how are you seeing Dame's game as he ages? Well, Dame is going to have to figure out, you know, I I made the, uh, you you see players when they move from team to team, Damian Lillard is going to have to figure out how to contribute to the game without scoring. That's going to be Dame's biggest obstacle in this transition, which he's coming from the Portland Trailblazers now to the Milwaukee Bucks. It's a different expectation with him getting to the first round is unacceptable. Getting to the second round now is will still be considered a bad season in Milwaukee mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're expected to get at the very least to the conference finals. 
and nothing short really of winning the championship with what you term as success now for the Milwaukee Bucks for the next, at least for the next three years with this group as is of the players that they have currently on their roster. So I think Damian Lillard now is going to have to consistently, I know he can do it. He's going to have to consistently learn how to contribute to the game in a winning way, playing without the basketball and not having to say, his greatest contribution is scoring 30, 40, 50 points because we know he's capable of doing that. However, there are now loose balls, defensive stops, key rebounds, getting over screens, shutting down the opponent's lead guard. Those will be his responsibility now. And I think that will come with a cost. And, you know, anyone who's had an opportunity to do that understands you know, Mo, it's difficult because it's a thankless job to contribute, but not score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. no one talks about, oh, man, that guy's an elite role player. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, some of us do, but not many. Yeah, people. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you, we'll give a sentence to the guy. OK, you know, but however, oh, did you see such and such? He had 55. He's a he's a three level score. He's, you know, all the things. Well, all well let's just... let's talk about the role players for a sec, because. We said Dame is 33. Brooke Lopez is 35. He's had back issues. He's had injury issues. There's not many players in the NBA that can do what Brooke Lopez does in terms of offering some of the best rim protection in the entire NBA and shoot the three ball at a ridiculous clip on the other side of the ball. Now, when you think about it, which big men can really do that at a high level? If you're talking about pure centers who are seven foot tall, you may be looking at Miles Turner. There's not many other names that come to mind. Obviously, MB, but he's not a role player, right? So with Brook Lopez aging and given how he is so integral to the Milwaukee defense, you know, he's up in, in the running for defense player of the year last year. How does that work going forwards now with Giannis and Dame if Brook Lopez is going to be missing a lot of games or, you know, he's 35 years old now. By 2027, he's going to be 37, 38. We can't expect everyone to have a LeBron James longevity. Well, in, you know, one of the the, the great attributes of having a Giannis is as you age as you mature as a player you begin to reinvent yourself at some point Mo I would venture to say that Giannis will end up being a center at some point during his career Mm -hmm. just because of his size okay and when I say his size his you know the size how tall I mean he's he's you know he's every bit of seven feet probably seven one or so now you know, they picked up Robin Lopez. I always look to see how they build your roster up because that kind of tells you what your expectations are for the season. So they get, they picked up Robin Lopez, and that's a key pickup for them. Why? It's because Robin Lopez is going to give them, who's the twin brother of Brooke Lopez, is going to give them an ability to stay big, big mm-hmm. on the floor, <laughs> no matter what's going on. Keep you honest at the full. And he, or even Giannis at the three, if you want to get crazy, put Bobby Portis, uh, Bobby Portis yes. at the so four. So we'll give them, so what you do, and you know, Mo, I, I, I talked to it and I haven't said it this year yet, but let's get to it in day two. Roster construction is, hey, a, true, we back. is a true art. If you didn't okay. think we were back, we're back. <laughs> yes, yes. So it's a true art. So what you're trying to do with Giannis, because Giannis is really, Giannis is really 10 players. Because if you recall, Mo, 
earlier in his career, Jason Kidd had him playing the point guard position. So we know he can play the one on offense. On, on Offensively, we know he can do that. And we know he can guard the ones. And he can play all five positions on offense and all five positions on, te- on defense. However, what we have learned is that the team is just elite when he is at the four right now in his career. But I would venture to say he will be able to play the five. If Anthony Davis can play the five, surely Giannis can play the five. Okay, he may not be able to push and bang around for 48 minutes with Jokic and Embiid. However, he will still give you 25 plus at that position. And there's no player that can guard him on the other end at the five. And we know, though, he can do that at the three. So as he ages, he probably will mature into a five. And I think what they're saying is if you go small, Bobby Portis and Giannis can go four or five. Mm-hmm. with any small ball lineup in the league. And I think that's elite. Now, to me, that gives you the flexibility to take advantage of what your best player brings because, Mo, he's one of the few players that can rebound the basketball at the four position for sure and push it out and make a play, whether that's passing, finishing, or pulling up and scoring from the mid-range and as he's beginning to extend his range out to the three-point land. So, now, Mo, you put that at the five. I think that adds five plus years at an elite level on his career because, Mo, there's no one that would be able to guard him mm-hmm. with that level of play as he ages. Okay, yeah. Mo? So as he ages, now you're going to see him. And he can get even stronger. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get stronger. He's going to be better. And he may have lost a step, okay? But mm-hmm. that step will still be the fastest guy at the five position. So yeah. I think he will have an ability – to age gracefully in this league because of the work he's putting in now and his ability to say, okay, how can I contribute with the contribute to the game without scoring? Because he had to do that earlier in his career because he wasn't a great scorer, but defensively is probably his natural instincts, but now he's able to score, draw double teams, pass do all the other things. And now in my opinion, he's the most impactful game in basketball because of it. Absolutely. Um, I'm interested to see how it all unfolds. I've got to make an apology here. Um, on yesterday's show, we talked about a quote from LeBron James. That was actually taken out of context um, and went viral across social media. They didn't include the fact that the reporter was asking him about his individual performance, and that's why the quote came out like that. Um, but what did come out also today is that LeBron was wearing a mic during the game last night, so we got an insight into hearing what he's saying during the game. And there's okay. a segment where he's telling Darvin Ham that he can play the point guard and he wants to play the point guard position with, you know, AD at the five and then um, Rui, Torian Prince and Austin Reeves. What do you think about LeBron James? Now the Lakers have come out and said he's going to play 28 to 30 minutes a night. What do you think about LeBron James playing the point guard position? Because on offense, it makes sense. He's one of the best passers we've ever seen. But defensively, some of these point guards are quick nowadays. And I'm not saying LeBron's not quick enough to keep up with them. Or, you know, Austin Reeves will take the primary guy, but it's a lot of running for an old man. Here's what I've said. You know, I've watched LeBron James since a freshman in high school. Okay, I was one of the few probably that's still around the game that can say I truly have seen this young man's basketball career starting in the ninth grade in high school. LeBron James has always been most effective with the ball in his hands. 
-hmm. That hasn't changed. Every year, everyone tries to put him into a position so that you can allow your team to grow and play and all those things. Even when he went to Miami, they tried to have him and Dwayne Wade run on the wings. And finally, you had to say, LeBron James is a player who needs to play with the ball in his hands. Now, that's what's so surprising about him and this accomplishment that when I first saw him, I never looked at him and said, I thought he was going to be the, you know, score the most points ever in the history of the NBA, other than the longevity, because he was going to be able to play starting at such a young age, right? Where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, didn't go to, to the NBA straight from high school. Yeah, four years. He had four years of college or three, yeah, four three years, years of college. Four years, four okay, years. Yeah, so if you put four years of college that he was playing in college and you put that in the NBA, he would he would have scored over 40,000 points with, without question, okay? Mm -hmm. Just as LeBron James uh, will do. So I think LeBron James has always tried to play without the ball, but he always needs the ball. Yeah, and I think it's a waste if he's off the ball because of his IQ and his vision. Like, why would well, you not want the ball in his hands? Well, it, 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 well, okay. So let, let's let's talk about that. Okay, so the way the game is played now, the game is played downhill, right? When you have lead guards who can play downhill, that's an advantage. Why? Because of the way the the game is refereed now, right? You can't put a hand on a guy. Well, we keep saying this about LeBron James. He's aging. Does he show you the flashes? Yes. But Mo, at 38 years of age, I'm not expecting my lead guard at 38 to push the pace. So on one hand, we want to ask him to be a lead guard, play with speed and quickness. Now, if there's one thing that diminishes with age, it's speed and quickness. He's still a very effective player. But you got to just be effective in a different way. So on one hand, Mo, father time is catching, it catches up with everyone. So on one hand, we're asking LeBron at 38, right? Is he 38, 39, somewhere yep. around yep. year 21, whatever it is. Yeah, 39 He's still a very effective player scoring, 20, what do you average, about 25, 26 points yep. a game a year ago? Okay, so he's clearly still effective. However, in today's game, there is an elite and an elite need to play downhill. Why? Because of pace and space. So if you're telling me LeBron James for 82 games is going to carry that level of energy for 35 plus minutes, Mo, I'm I, okay. I'm just looking at the math of it. No, that's not happening. Do I think he can do it from time to time? Absolutely. Do I think he has to figure out how to recreate himself in the interest of saving, finding minutes, reserving at his age because he's going to need time to recover? So, Mo, I'm just looking at the, 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 the truth of the matter. Now, if he feels that he needs it, who's going to tell him no? Mm -hmm. That's the big thing. Well, no, you can't do it. Now you're going to go and you're going to open up a whole other camp. Well, I, I don't think you're saying it because even in that mic'd up segment I just mentioned, He's drawing yeah, up plays on the sideline. He's basically a, coaching the listen, team. Listen, <laughs> I've been watching this for 21 years, right? He's He's been the point guard on every team he's played on. So to me, this isn't new. Everyone tries to figure out how to adjust to play with him. But in the end, 
This is what's needed from him. He needs the ball in his hands. He's not, you know, he's still physical enough to do what he needs to do. But I think at some point, he's going to have to play off the ball at some point. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because of the way the game is played. I mean, Mo, it's the game has really dwarfed, I mean, into small ball. So what is small ball? It's based on speed and quickness. And the best teams now, whether it's the Memphis Grizzlies with John Morant, the, the Sacramento Kings with De'Aaron Fox, there is a premium for pushing that ball forward and playing downhill. Whether it's your big doing it. I mean, I was watching, I was at the Clipper game last night. Russell Westbrook was really playing at a tremendous speed. And it was fun to watch because I was thinking to myself, you know, this is probably the first first time in Scoot Henderson's career he's ever seen an athlete just as good or fat or at or faster than he is. Yeah. So you're seeing elite level speed and quickness. Mo. Also, shout out to Russell Westbrook because he's defying time as well to have that bounce still in his career. Because he's that level of athlete. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to have seen him in college. He's really, really fast. Believe it or not, Mo, he's not as fast as he was. (laughs) No, I don't remember those UCLA. He he was on the team with Kevin Love, right? UCLA. Yes, Kevin Mm -hmm. Love. did. So I, I remember in their rookie year, I was fortunate enough to work with Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook, those wow. were the guards that wow. I worked with every single day. My okay, so I've seen elite level speed and quickness. Okay, mm-hmm. and if you think at 38 you're going to be catching these guys, that's not happening. That's just that's just that's just the laws of physics. Now, are there other things you can do to counter that with size? Absolutely. So I think. Now that these guys are better athletes, you're seeing more and more elite level athletes with speed and quickness into the game. You're going to have to counter that. And I think that is the challenge of coaching a LeBron James because he's been so good for so long. And now, Mo, until you know, it's kind of like until someone can stop you, you do it. I mean, he's going to still get 20 plus points. He's still going to get seven, eight assists. He's still going to do that. that those are elite number stats. However, Mo, in the bigger picture, for the betterment of the team, you know, that's why they call it pace and space. Who's going to play that fast? And I don't know if it's in the best interest of LeBron at this point to do that and try to do that for 82 games. Mm. I hear what you're saying. Um, well, if all goes to plan, he'll be making his 20th All-Star appearance this season in Indianapolis. Um, and I wanted to ask you real quick, Adam Silver in a press conference yesterday came out and said, the NBA is reverting to East versus West, and they're reverting to the traditional bravo. four quarters of 12 minutes. Why do you say bravo? What was wrong with it before? <laughs> because the West is a lot better, number one. Okay. Things and going cycles. The West is better. East is better. Okay, it's, it's okay. been a long time since the East is better. And also, the draft for the players that they do, the All Star draft, was great entertainment. We had some oh, hilarious I moments. Couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't stand it. Why and not? The I couldn't stand, and the reason I couldn't stand it is because, you know, one year I remember Jokic was the last guy drafted. And yeah, he's the best this, this year. Yeah, 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 and yeah, and so how can perhaps, arguably, one of one of or if the best player, depending on who you ask, 
how could he be the last guy taken in an all-star game? No, yeah. no, Mo. I'm it's not him going, and Laurie Martin. You know, I don't want to participate. <laughs> but, but it is I don't interesting. even want that to come into my aura. What I liked was the Elam ending that they had with a target score because you saw closer games going down the stretch than well, I, other all-star I, I games argue, that have been blowouts. I would argue to tell you this was the this this since the format changed, this has been the worst stretch of all-star games I've seen. And that, that's why they changed. <laughs> but no, do you not remember the all-star weekend in Chicago? Where you had Kyle Lowry taking charges to try and win that game. That okay. was I, I, a great. I didn't game. say specific games. I said this has been the worst stretch. Yeah. This year's one, I hear what you're saying. The most recent I'm one. I'm not saying by. that particular game because remember now, just because it's an all star game, the players who are participating in the game mean something. Mm-hmm. The players who are participating, they're the ones who are bringing the energy. So just because it's an all star game, I don't, I'm not grouping them all together. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have Kyle Lowry, these guys are a little older than the current players who probably played just a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Kawhi Leonard was in that guy. I was at that won, game. I think he I won the MVP. Sitting, I remember sitting at that game with Dom, with Dominique Wilkins. And I remember. We, and I remember that. And I remember Kawhi Leonard was on this big theme about remember those New Balance commercials? Yep. Okay. And I remember Kawhi Leonard had something to prove. Yep. Okay. At that particular time. So a lot of times I was there too, BJ. You just didn't say what's up. Yeah, I didn't say I, I was I, sitting I, in the cheap seats at the Mo very at back. Time. I was I was yeah, I paid I for myself to go because uh broadcaster didn't tell me I was sitting in the cheap seats at the very top, so you would not have seen me. Yeah, I, I was I was there. I, I was there. <laughs> so I, I think I think what you want to get back to is what makes great competition? It doesn't matter where you play it. No matter, Mo, the, the thing is I'm programmed. You're my, Mo and I, we do a show every day. But I can assure you, if we were in any competitive environment, that friendship goes out the window. Oh, you getting cooked. <laughs> and I respect that. And I, okay. And it's the same both ways. It, yes. So, but what you're seeing now is, now it's become a friendly. Yeah. Now it's become, you know, this is my guy and I'll get out of the way and you do your dunk and I'll get out of your way and you do your alley. No, 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 no. Don't know more that there, there's a competitive advantage that has to be maintained in professional sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think what Adam Silver and in particular, Joe Dumars has said is that we want to restore the integrity of sport and competition back into the game. If you are hurt, for instance, it's been it's been great watching these guys message. If you're hurt, moment you're hurt. However, 82 is the business that we're in, meaning 82 games played. Mm-hmm. We have to remit, we have to protect their integrity of playing the games because that's what's affording us financially to do what we do okay there's the basketball business which we have to protect that competition is the that's that's the core of what makes great sport when you have a rivalry mo and you're the other team and you don't like them as much as they don't like you that's great theater i miss that's that the we don't really have many rivalries in the nba okay, anymore this is this is this is why because they were friends. <laughs> they okay. were friends in the summer. Yeah. Okay. 
However, Mo, there's the basketball business. We have to get back to competition. The second thing is what is the business of basketball? We have a responsibility to come out there and play. Mm-hmm. And we have a responsibility to play for the fans, for our families, and most importantly for ourselves. The, the, the game, right? This the, this game, and we have to protect that. Why? Because there's the next generation is coming. So we have to take stewardship of that. And it makes this the most unique game ever in the world. We play 82 games, Mo. We talk about all the other things, skill and all those things, Mo. Just playing 82 games, right? We, we should be giving out awards for who can play 82 games. Because Mo, the most difficult thing I've done, one of the most difficult things I've ever did as a professional athlete was to find a way to play 82 games because that's no joke. And I don't care how much you train. I don't care how much sleep you get, how much stretching you do, Man, whatever. Shout out to Kavon Looney. Back-to-back seasons, he's now done 82 games. That's what I'm saying. Look, Mo, that, that needs to be recognized now because that requires not only just physical toughness, mental toughness toughness to come out there and find a way to get through that grind for an entire year yep yep well let's see how all star weekend unfolds um but before that we've got a lot of basketball on its way so make sure you're staying locked in to the hoop genius podcast we'll be back on monday morning nice and early to catch you up on everything that went down over the weekend so make sure you subscribe youtube spotify apple wherever you get your podcasts stay locked in with us most importantly get buckets